This is Alvin Sanders, Pop Tate, and you're listening to Riverdish. River Vixens, it's Ryan. And Sam. We are here discussing the second episode of season three of Riverdale, and we're joined by a very special guest. Ladies and gentlemen, we have Sarah Hendrickson. Hey! Sarah, how are you? I'm so great. How are you, Ryan? Sarah is a star of <laughs> The Bible Off-Broadway. Wow. Uh, she was most recently seen in Shrek in <laughs> Kansas, I believe, and a production of Newsies in California. Thank you. Thank you for knowing You just got back to town, right? <laughs> I did. How was Newsies? Newsies was amazing. It was like I, the plane landed and I came straight here to record this yes. podcast. Just, yeah. Yeah, huge. Half of the plane with a dream and your river to aspirations. <laughs> That's exactly How what did happened. people in California receive Newsies? They received it very well, I think. You know what? It's the time. It's the time for newsies. I feel right. In, I agree. It always is. What, what it's always a time for newsies. <laughs> yeah. Well, newsies is funny because you're like, like there's boys flipping and pirouetting, and you're like, I don't know why they're doing that, but it's great. Newsies was the first musical I've ever was like, I'm attracted to all of you despite your sexuality. <laughs> <laughs> my roommate says that all the time. She's oh like, God. I'm obsessed with the Newsies. Yeah, like, put on that hat and do a yeah. dance, and I'm like, <laughs> I am Ravish me. <laughs> like, I'm yours. I don't care if you're like, boys, I touch like me. Can, <laughs> I feel like you can throw a rock in New York City, and someone is like, you can hit a Newsie. An actual oh, 100%. Newsie, you know what I mean? Which was a dream come true for them all. And I love that. No, yeah. So it was good. It was great. But I'm glad to be back. Good. In the big city. Big Apple. So Sarah and I first met in a production of... <laughs> The Imbible Day Drinking, we did. which is a brunch offshoot of the franchise known as The Imbible here in New York City, playing still today at New World Stages. That's a good plug, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, how was that experience for you? It was wonderful. It was wonderful because it brought me to Ryan, which brought me to Riverdale. Yes. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, Sam. Sam. and now Sam. And me. And I saw that production of The Imbible, <laughs> and I still have over 300 pictures <laughs> of Ryan performing in this show that I saw during the day. I got really drunk, and I have so many pictures of Ryan performing on a bar on my iPhone. Those, the fun part about the show is that those haunt you. Like, I still have friends, like, randomly will tag me on Instagram and be like, from when I saw Sarah's show. And I'm like, damn. It's just, oh, it was no. so much fun. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. It's a good time. Yeah. Now, for those loyal listeners who are like, why did Ryan never mention that he was in a show off Broadway <laughs> he was waiting for when me he to was be on the it. podcast? Uh, it's because I care about you. I don't mind to waste your hard-earned money <laughs> seeing certain shows. Oh, my gosh. It was a journey. No, Ryan and I had a good time. One time... Well, when, when you so Sarah was the in the mark. original cast. I was a replacement, which typically never replaced, you know. Right. right. Uh, but it was a special occasion. Special engagement. Sarah and I really only shared one performance together. I was did we only Sam do a, one together? No, we did a few more because you would keep coming back. <laughs> they couldn't keep an alto, you know what I mean? Yeah, but we did our first show together. And for what the show was... The thing I'll give it is there's a there was a lot to audience memorize. Oh, I was gonna say audience participation. <laughs> and there's but audience there's participation. Lots of memorize, I have but there's a lot down. to memorize. So I was like, 
very nervous going into my first performance. Sarah is my first co-star. <laughs> I get on stage and deliver my first line. Sarah, who had been with the show for maybe a year at that point, <laughs> just <laughs> delivered a completely different line than what was in the script. Just tell the truth, folks. <laughs> <laughs> and my mind immediately said, oh my god, it's my first time on. This girl must think that I'm an idiot. Here I am delivering these lines that she has no idea what they mean. No. Turns out, like, I was just delivering what was in the script. No, Sarah had correct. gotten so used to her other co-star, would, you know, they had their own language at that yeah. point. Yeah, no. We, we had a moment funny. of panic, but we made it through. That's like when it's in your eyes. When you look into someone's eyes and you're like, I know you don't know what I mean. I know, I know what I mean. I think, wasn't that also the show where I spilled things on the woman in the white shirt in the front row? It could have been. There was one show where, like, we delivered, we delivered, well, what, were, what are they called? Mimosas. Bellinis. Bellinis. We delivered <laughs> Bellinis, and we had to carry them and deliver them to people, but the way that the trays were, they, they had been, like, warped from being in the, in the dishwasher. <laughs> no, I mean, there was the no glass, way to deliver these Bellinis no, correctly. the glasses were so thin. <laughs> so, so once every fall. other performance, we would spill Bellinis on audience members. And one time I spilled them all over a woman in a white shirt in the front row, and she was already upset to be there. Like, she she was pissed that she had spent her Sunday afternoon with us. And I spilled them all over her. And I, I mean, this is a podcast. You can't see my face. But she was like, <gasps> and we had to stop the show. I laughed and shrugged and walked off stage. And then I had to deliver her bullying to her hand delivered in the next scene. <laughs> Live theater, everyone. Live theater. It was great. All that to say, Ryan and I are very close. <laughs> we see each other at the top. <laughs> yeah, theater is what bonds you. Sarah, can you describe some of your relationship to River Riverdale? Riverdale is a big part of my life. No, I was an avid Riverdale watcher. I remember I got the flu on New Year's of of last year, and I watched Riverdale all day. I binged the whole first season. And it's a like, good binge show. It's a good binge show. Yeah. But then, or I guess maybe it wasn't New Year's. I don't remember. I just remember I had the flu, and I binged it all. And all my roommates were like, who was watching Riverdale? And I was like, I don't know. That's so embarrassing. It's so good. Um, and then I encouraged everyone to watch it with me. But then I haven't I haven't been like an avid watcher since that. Ooh, got it. Just almost spilled. Well, you need another flu. It's flu season. So Sarah it's a just flu. hit the table that the mic is on. <laughs> the sound you just heard. Those who are driving. Oops. Um, we actually started the night with a shot. Um, should we tell the story? Yeah, so yeah. take it away. Yeah, so we are in actually my office tonight recording, and there is a vodka bottle in the freezer that I did not buy. <laughs> and vodka is not supposed to freeze. And can someone take it away from me, Ryan? So I immediately pulled the bottle out and I said, or Sam's like, please, you know, there's vodka in the freezer. I go, amazing. Pull it out. I go, this shouldn't freeze. I wonder what's up with that. The worst part is that Sam and I didn't question it. We were both just ready. No, I was I. So I started like, pouring it. And then as I poured, I realized like it was like really, really frozen. So I just threw out there. I said, it's like someone poured water into this. All of a sudden, when I hear from the corner, Sam saying, oh, I did. Listen, sometimes you get a little stressed at work. We are in my office. And I poured it. You know, one afternoon during the summer, but then I realized, oh, this is the communal office vodka. So I had to hide also the fact that I drank it. Communal vodka. Sam works in a one-person <laughs> office. <now. laughs> I had to hide the fact that I drank it, so I just put some water in it. But you know, 
Yeah. Well, anyway, that's it, so. Excuse us for anything that frozen vodka might make us say. We in feel the next loose. Minutes. <laughs> we feel loose. And we feel like we have water. Yeah, that vodka. means that we spent fifteen minutes already and not said a word about Riverdale. Yeah, let's okay, get it. So to get to this episode. Too. Let me get my notes out. It was, uh, it, Sam, what were your thoughts? Sam loves the episode. I thought this was oh. one of the best episodes yet. I was all for it. Ryan's like, I don't know how I felt about it. I'm like, oh, contra. I loved it. I mean, so we focus mostly on Archie in jail. Oh, that's right, that's right. Those are always on my Instagram ads. Yes. It's, it's always that video of him, like, like sub tango, like, oh, yes, yes. oh six, <laughs> be behind bars. Aren't and I'm always is. thankful for it. I'm oh, like, yeah. I'm like, hey. So, immediately in this episode, there were some things. So, Archie gets sent to prison. We see that happening in the last episode. Right. He gets there in the beginning of this one. He is stripped of his clothes, his belongings, as one does. Which, thank God. Thank you know what God. I mean? It's like... I think it's in his contract now where he has to be shirtless at least like for <laughs> 10 seconds an episode. And you've got to... Sam was saying this earlier off pod, but everyone on this show looks better than they ever have. Well, yeah. I mean, it's season three. It's time to get it together. I feel like when you yeah. rewatch... <laughs> Not that KJ ever looked awful, <laughs> but... <laughs> Well, you know, Casey, Casey Todd has said to us that there is not much to do in Vancouver, like when you're not filming. So oh. everyone has kind of hired a trainer. Everyone has. That's surprising to me. I feel like Vancouver would be a cool place. It is. Ryan and I were there for three days. So we did. I remember. <laughs> yeah. And we did everything you had to do. So I guess wow. if you're filming for in six months, days. like you're really, you're done. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, everyone there is at the gym. You see, it's kind of like the Real Housewives. Mm-hmm. Like they see themselves season one. And then, and then season two, you see them like there's a glow up, like everyone looks there better. Is a glow up. Like yeah, yeah. everyone looks really good. My my little sister Emma like texts me. She goes, "Oh, everyone looks snatched." I'm like, "Yeah, <laughs> Thank you, Emma. Emma, you're not wrong." Thank you. I'm like, "Yeah, you're right. Good. Glad you're studying in college." But, <laughs> but when they threw that powder, yeah, the powder, so, I said, "Oh, that's the that's the clip on my Instagram." Yes. Yeah. So is that a normal jail occurrence? Like, does Definitely. that happen? So I guess it's the powder that removes like insects from you. What? Or something? It, like it's supposed to clean you. It's dil- delucing, delucing. Did you powder. Google that? I don't know if that's. <laughs> I did actually. I'm not not even. Kidding. I was confused. I had, I had no idea what that was for. Because <laughs> I said like, was that like baby powder or so like. Flower is like very Mrs. Lovett's God. Interesting. Very Mrs. Lovett. Well, I don't know if that's like, how you say it. People I mean, are listening and are furious. And it's, no, it's Jamalson. No, I had no idea what that was. I mean, Jean Valjean didn't go through that. I was yeah. like, what the fuck is this? You're not wrong. But, yeah, you Robin Comerlu could have <laughs> I would have been here. Laid it off. He's in Anastasia, being the communist no, person. No, he's gone. No. That's oh, what it's the communist there. person that there. I have qualms with Anastasia on Broadway. <laughs> Ryan and I saw it in Hartford. We traveled to go see it. Travel. Because we'll I... travel to see Anastasia. <laughs> no, but I love bio. <laughs> we'll travel for Anastasia. Yeah, I, I also love... said the Russians. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> no, I love, I love that orphan, and like. I love the movie and I was so 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 disappointed because there's no Rasputin. Yeah. I love a villain. Yeah, but the, but I do like in the musical that it's kind of just like a little bit lackluster. Like everyone's like, well, you know what? I, I get that. I guess you can end up with him now. Yeah. There's no like, and and the cut in the dark of the night, the best song in the movie. Yeah. Come my minions, <laughs> rise for your master. And they didn't call you to star, which I, is rude. I'm gonna be famous now. Anyway, so. Okay, sorry. But Anastasia no better, so whatever. Yes, but we I get- don't know how we got to Anastasia. <laughs> they get- <laughs> how did we get there? Like, oh, the powder, the powder. The powder. The powder on Archie. Yes. 
Yeah. <laughs> Again, we had a water vodka shot. So Archie gets into jail and he immediately meets Mad Dog. <laughs> Mad Dog. I love Mad Dog because Mad it doubles, Dog is sexy. That's one of my notes I took. It doubles as, I like the name Mad Dog because it doubles as his cellmate's name and also your friend in seventh grade whose name is really Madison that you call Mad Dog. You know what I mean? Such I, you. I, yeah. I Maybe that. that's just me. Yeah. Mad Dog has back muscles for days. He's sexy and he <laughs> seems like he's kind of the king, queen bee of this prison. Definitely. Yeah, he gets some special privileges. Like he has a TV yeah. in his room, some posters. Whoa, I just Googled. I just Googled him. He's <laughs> really he's attractive. Sexy. He's really sexy, yeah. Yeah. Ooh, um, so okay. he's Archie's cellmate and, you know, he kind of is. <laughs> Wait, sorry, showing me some on her phone, but there's nothing there. Hold it's on. It's like the Google page. What? Oh, yeah. What? He has like a, a, a 10 pack or a 12 pack. It's crazy. One, two, three, four. Yeah. But, you know, he gets there and Mad Dog warns him. He's like, better keep. He sees that Archie has nice sneakers and he's like, better keep your shoes tied. There's a lot of Important. focus. Yeah, there's a lot of focus on sneakers in yeah. this episode. Sneakers have never been my thing. No, I most really. often wear sneakers every day. I'm not like a, I'm not a, you know, formal shoe guy. But it always fascinates me, the people that line up out of stores Like cool sneaker sneakers. stores, yeah. Like how well, Vanessa Hutchins. Culture. It's like a total culture thing. Yeah, yeah. Vanessa sneaker Hutchins culture. had a song about yeah. it called Sneaker Night. Like there is. <gasps> how did that go? Sneaker Night! night. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, I knew. I just had to sing along. It's, like, it's, it's a bop. It's a bop. It's such um, a bop. But there are, you know, are, like, the, near my apartment, Lower East Side, there's some stories that like look like seedy little places. And you go in, you're like, here's hip hop lasting. It's like glass cases of sneakers. And, like, totally right. Then like you go to like the glass case and there's like the million dollar sneakers like it's crazy it but I don't crazy. get what do you do so you buy these sneakers then do you wear them yeah it it's kinda, like it I get I get like you can't have your cake and eat it too but it's what? sort of the same with sneakers it gives you street cred literally because you're on the street wearing a sneaker Whoa, you're not think right. about like rappers and hip hop guys. It's just like a, a like women. I think like fashion is such a status symbol, and for like some like men, like it's like you know you have a certain kind of sneakers. Sometimes it's like oh, this is really expensive. Like I'm, I'm rich. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of street cred, sneakers. which is maybe the worst transition I've ever made, I saw <laughs> KJ Appa in the Hate You Give this week. I think that might be the best one I've ever made. Uh, How which is, is wait, How in is what? I just saw, what did I turn on the other day? A Dog's Purpose. And I said, who is this guy? And I said, whoa, that's KJ Appa. Wait, is that movie? Yes, he's the lead. I know. Dog's Purpose? I feel like A Dog's Purpose. Let me Google. Let me do a quick Google to make sure I'm not leading you astray. But I'm 99% sure that I Googled it and said, wait, what? I was so confused because I feel like A Dog's Purpose went straight to, um, went straight to like, (laughs) Cable. You're right. And I was just home and I was I like turning on cable. I remember seeing the preview and I'm like, I'm not gonna see that because that's I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. Look at him. <laughs> Holding oh. a golden retriever. Oh wow. Can I you believe that? I have not seen that. Me neither. But I did specifically go to see The Hate You Give <laughs> to see KJ Appa in one of his movie he? roles. KJ did fine. <laughs> the movie I highly recommend. What was it about? It's about Black Lives Matter. <laughs> cool. So sim- okay. <laughs> uh, so just like Riverdale. Uh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say yeah. A it's really a important role. movie for us all to see. Right. Very I like well that done. Like spans everything. Yeah. He's yeah. hitting up a dog's purpose. He's yes. hitting up Riverdale. He's hitting up things that encourage the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah, and it was funny seeing Thank him you, with KJ. his natural hair color here. Well, you know, what he had is his brown his hair. Oh, uh, like brown. Right. And it's kind of funny. This was the first episode 
of Riverdale that I really noticed his eyebrows not being red for the first time. Sam and I recently went to Watch What Happens Live with the cast of Riverdale, in which he mentioned that he has now refused to to dye his eyebrows. Why? Uh, it, they were he was it's like losing it. hair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. That's scary. Can you imagine if he lost all his eyebrows? No, it'd be very unfortunate. Be Have a you seen drag that? queen? Yeah. Right. Well. Anyway, so KJ Archie is in jail. So he obviously is not doing well. Right. Um, but he's encouraged. He has this serpent tattoo, and he's encouraged right. to, um, you know, befriend the serpents. We see Joaquin again, who yeah, looks, who Joaquin looks like a snack back from the dead. He looks, he looks amazing. The thing that kind of confuses me is so this jail is kind of entirely just like of mine. Uh, the jail is entirely serpents and ghoulies. Yes, but it kind of makes sense because the jail is in the south side, and if you think about it, most of the ghoulies were arrested in the drag race, and hmm. you have like serpents that were exiled or just wronged. So it does make sense. Yeah. yeah, I guess I just never realized how big these gangs were. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That, like, there would be an entire prison yeah. full of these guys. Of course, Archie has a serpent tattoo. Mm-hmm. He walks up and Joaquin says, like, you can join our crew, but you've got to uh, shiv the ghoulie. Yeah. Archie, being our hero, says, I, I can't do that. He's not going to do it. <laughs> no. Yeah. I mean, Archie, you know. He's our little dog, but he, it makes sense that he was in the dog's purpose, KJ, because he is like a golden retriever. Like, he's so nice. Yeah. And he's so dumb. But he pays for it later when he loses his sneakers. (laughs) Right. I feel like he's going to have an in, I know, but also, random aside, this jail. This jail has a music room. (laughs) It's nicer than my apartment in New York City, so. (laughs) Like, the worst. As if we had not... (laughs) Like, wanted to stop caring about Archie's music career. All of a sudden, this warden says, like, oh, you're here now. You do realize we have no this music No one ever wanted to give up on his music career. I heard you have a music career. Like, and it's literally the same set as, like, the Riverdale High music room. Like, it looks very similar. They changed the lighting, and there's a different like, backdrop. It is, yeah. It is. You can see it's, like, the same exact thing. Like, let's, like, reuse this. Like, why not? But that was silly to me. So, anyway, you know, on the other side of Riverdale, we have Veronica. Mm. who is, you know, taking her role of the good wife very seriously. And she's going to stand by her man, right. who's in prison. Which is fair. Yeah, so she learns of this organization called the Innocence Project. Mm. Which, I don't know why, I kept thinking about Evan Hansen. I'm like, mm. oh, the Connor Project. <laughs> I was like, oh. imagining Veronica, like, even when the dark is, like, I imagine... In a like, cast. Yeah, like, in a cast. So, like, you okay, girl? Like, I'm ready for it. Like, you know, it's going to, like tell them into lies or we just like talk about like this kid climbing a tree like I, I like just couldn't stop thinking about that but Veronica is very adamant about like I gotta save him I gotta right. do this and right. you know visit I always think about when Veronica I can't remember what episode it was I think it was literally season one when her dad comes home and she's just like drinking the champagne yeah. <laughs> literally I try to like like recreate that moment every day for Crystal Mimosa I went home yes. last weekend and I was like drinking wine at like 3pm my dad comes home and he's like that's my good wine from the Wall Street Journal Club. I'm like, sorry, like, sorry, Beth. not a Veronica. I moment. am Veronica. Yeah, right. I, <laughs> not tried, I tried. I tried and failed. Whatever. What would you guys do if you were in jail? Like, what do you think your find the would music become? room? <laughs> Every yeah. jail has one. To be honest, like the I, to me, for some reason, no, you go, Sam. Well, I was gonna say, my opinion of jail is still very much um, Chicago movie mm. version. 
So I do associate fame, like Roxy Hart's, with jail. Fair. So I, I think that with that combined with like what I know from this episode, I really would try to associate myself with like the cool kids of jail. That's fair. Just to not get like, you know, beat up or my sneakers stolen. Yeah. Like I really would want. I, I would just. I think I would have a desperate need to be liked, and I'd want mm. to be into like the cool clique. I think it would. I think it would have to do with what I was arrested for. Oh, cool. But um, also, side note, I well, feel like... What do you like, want to be arrested for? I don't know. That's oh. what I've been thinking about. But my other concern is that I feel like my idea of jail comes from, like, an old episode, and I'm, I'm literally racking my brain trying to remember what. I think it was Rocket Power, but why would anyone in Rocket Power go to jail? <laughs> but, like, they created, like, they made license plates in jail. That was, like, what they like, did. Oh, it's like yeah. Crybaby. Was it? No, no, it's, I mean, it's not, <laughs> but in Crybaby the Musical, you know how they do the tap dance oh. on the license plate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I told it. Ryan, what I went to opening night of Crybaby. Of Crybaby? How was that? Yeah, the musical. It was great. I loved it. Where, it, like, closed know. a couple, days. <laughs> like, days Moments after I saw later. it. <laughs> they have a great number on the television. Ryan, what would you want to be in jail for? What would you do in jail? Oh, I think I would, like, look for the music room, too, but specifically creating a musical. You know, very the producers. That's the a thing. Like, that happens. That happens. Like Paddington too. Yeah, like Paddington too. Like the producers. That's a huge prisoners of love. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, well, he's just a full production of Follies at the prison. Follies. Would that be the go-to musical? Um, oh God, I wouldn't want to do Chicago would because that would be too old. Yeah, it's on the nose. Um, maybe yeah. Wicked. <laughs> Parade. <gasps> That's good. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I could see that. I'd be good at, at a jail or a temple. Oh, Mary, is it Mary Fagan? Yeah, That would bring a tear to the eye. He calls my name. <laughs> I love musicals, Sarah. Yeah, yeah, but I think we, you know, we all know, yeah. we all know the power of trauma. We do. In a jail like cell. No, we exactly. do, we do. Um, okay, so back to the episode. Let's bring it back. So I want to shift into Betty. Mm. So Betty, can we talk about this seizure thing? Oh, yes. that was weird. So <laughs> she ended the last episode in this seizure scene, Juniper and Deadwood being thrown to this fire. Yeah. We don't see really the aftermath of this in the episode, but we get, the, you know, the day after her having left the hospital, Alice saying, oh, you went through this horrible seizure. Juniper and Deadwood are fine, thank God. She doesn't tell Jughead, no. though. And Polly is kind of gaslighting Betty in the sense where she's like, Betty's like, you threw your babies into a fire. And Polly's like, what are you talking about? That was a confusing time. Yeah, it is confusing. And she's like, what are you talking about? But with all this, we have a new character who arrives on the scene, Evelyn. Mm. Yes. Who's this spooky little ginger with like these big green (laughs) eyes. I had a nickel. (laughs) I am all about it. And she's the son of the head of this cult. That's right. So apparently, what did you say? Daughter of. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, water small, yeah, 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 water yeah. the water vodka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The water vodka. Oh my god, I meant the water. She's trans. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, <laughs> okay, water vodka. She, she might be. Uh, we don't know, but she's yeah. Sweet. I feel like anything goes. I'm obsessed with know. her. Though. What if we I find that her. out and then you're like, I guess that. You know what? A lot of things that I joke about are right. <laughs> so I wouldn't be surprised. So here is where I. I'm beginning to be confused by the series, which I know is what the series is trying You're to beginning. make of us. Yes. Hmm. But the difference between reality and fiction. A little mm. bit later on in the episode, we see the Gargoyle King 
haunting Jughead and Betty in the woods, literally coming at them. You said Gargoyle King was just straight face. I'm so impressed. (laughs) (laughs) And I feel like, so we've been told multiple times that the show is not turn not taking a supernatural turn so it makes me believe that it that the characters are just hallucinating this well okay so today i got into a deep deep reddit spiral and i was Mm. reading fan theories and reading what people say and there's a lot of also betty lily reinhardt in interviews had spoken of people like what is the new mystery this season what's happening and she's like well you'll be surprised because this season it's an epidemic an so, epidemic. Right. My so God, people are kind of right, and like people are saying, like maybe this girl Evelyn has like drugged Betty. Later, oh, has drugged shoot. Ethel. Maybe it's all like you said, Ryan, a hallucination. Maybe this, this seizure is induced by some kind of pill. Mm. We don't know, but knowing that the show is not going to go into supernatural, that we know of, that is always... it does seem like it could be like medication yeah. or it could be a drug, a new drug, because we know there's a new drug in the mix. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's an interesting turn to this. Oh. Right. Because remember on Watch Happens Live, so there's... We have what Andy were the Cohen, other drugs called? Jingle Jangle. Jingle Jangle. Andy Cohen Jingle. asked about Jingle Jangle, and on Watch Happens Live, Lily Reinhardt's like, there's a new drug this season. So that's kind of sparked this new theory. Whoa. So I'm interested in what you all think. Tweet us and let, let us know what you think. Yeah. Well, Sam and I have always wanted to try ayahuasca together. Oh, still dying to. <laughs> Which I feel like... Sarah, have you ever done ayahuasca? So many times. Never. <laughs> no. I'm actually, I am interested though, because I've heard it's like an out of body experience. Like you don't, and I've heard music is really, like you're infatuated with it. When you're yeah. Like, I mean, you, you drink it and you hallucinate and you kind of see your darkest desires, your aspirations, like dreams. Like it's like very, very trippy. I feel like. Yeah. Ooh. And we're not like, I, I should, I'll throw this out there. We're not big drug people here. Ayahuasca oh. is a natural tea that you drink. <laughs> Moments ago talking about Jeremy Hansen. <laughs> We're um, not big drug people. <laughs> no, just for our listeners. Like, you know, you guys know us. We're, yes, we are drinking bottles of wine here. Well, bottles uh, of vodka not, water, which is different. Exactly. Less hard than the real stuff. Uh, but I went on a first date with someone who <laughs> Name names. had... Just kidding. <laughs> uh, I wish I could tell you. Um... <laughs> I met him the weekend after he had been upstate on an ayahuasca trip. <gasps> Wait, and the ayahuasca a trip specifically to do to, ayahuasca? To do ayahuasca. He realized people. on this trip that he was gay. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. So, so, so his first date topic? Yeah, and I was quite literally oh, yeah. his first male date <gasps> ever. Whoa! But the next weekend, he was going up to do it again, and he goes, like, come upstate with me and try ayahuasca. I was like, no, no, no. I can't you said do it. no? I know. He also had controls of, uh, he had the app that controls the, um, the, the Weather. Uh, Bank of America, <laughs> the Bank of America building lights. Wait. Like the, a big skyscraper in New York City, the fourth tallest building in New York. What? Many of my former fuckboy days were like, look what I can do it. And like, this is my fourth day, like with an asshole. And they're like, I can change the lights of this building. And they were like, and there were so many at this point where I'm like, okay. Yeah. Anyway, I almost went out to do ayahuasca <laughs> just to get the code of the, the lights. lights. Oh, yeah. there's a code? You have to know the yeah, code? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a code to the app, and then you can, like, get it. How do you get it? You have to be a fuckboy? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. All that to say <laughs> that, like, that's how I... So, you so ayahuasca, I guess, could do that to you. It does it. And maybe there's another drug in Riverdale that does the same thing. Right. I mean, just I mean, just knowing that this show is not taking a supernatural turn, like, that makes sense to me right now. Mm. So it's funny when they visit Ethel, right? 
who is yes. part of this ultimate game that also, we're talking Also, Sarah, about. did you watch Stranger Things? No, I didn't. Uh, okay, well, it's everyone else. I can't not see Ethel as Barb. Like, she is Barb. Oh, but yeah. I know Barb. You know right. she just had that new Netflix movie, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That um, was cute. What was that one called? Um... Not to all the boys vote for. No, uh, that one. That what was it called? Other, yeah, Somebody is a big loser. Sierra Burgess. Oh, loser, yeah, because yeah, I loser. thought it was Sierra Bacchus. Yes, me too, me too, me too. <laughs> and I said, what a funny takeoff this would be. Sierra Bacchus. Isn't it like Sierra Bacchus? Yeah, is it oh just in a, is Sierra a loser? Sierra Burgess. Yeah. It's Sierra one Burgess. letter off. It's Sierra Bacchus. Sierra Bacchus. Like, you know that the producer. The the producer is like an ex-boyfriend of Sierra Vargas. He's okay. like, I'll get her this way. One I just cannot see her as Barb. But also, so we learn that Ethel... So the big mystery... So the big mystery of the season is going to be this game. Right. So it's like a take on Dungeons... No, Wait, Dungeons yes, yes, Sarah, yes. have you ever played Griffins Dungeons and Dragons? Okay, I have a fun story about this. Yes. yes. About, about Dungeons and Dragons, a.k.a. Griffins and Gargoyles. Tell this me. summer I just did, I did a, a, a contract in Kansas. Right, of Shrek. Of if, if anyone's aware, Shrek the musical, God bless. And um, in small town Kansas. Small, I cannot emphasize small town enough. Wait, um, is this your family... Continue, yes, continue, yes. Continue. So so the, the theater host puts you up with a host family. And I, I have not lived with a host family on a contract. I want to throw out the term ever. Yeah, ever. And so I meet this family and they're very kind. They're very kind people. I want to reiterate, so kind. But they they were talkers. And I think they were just like small town America talkers. You know what I mean? When like they're just excited for a captive audience because it's like a new, like a newcomer. And I have a problem where I can't say no, especially like to characters. I'm like, tell me more. And they would make dinner, but the most random dinners. Anyways, they would always, they'd always be like, oh you, ha- oh, you have to eat with us. And I'd be like, okay. And like, yeah, of course. And so I would sit there, but I would just, I would feel really uncomfortable. And one night they got on the topic of Dungeons and Dragons and how, and I thought, I thought people didn't play, dun- I thought it was like a thing I thought it was like a, like a thing that had died. Like, I didn't know people really right. played, which is embarrassing to me and maybe close-minded. But but like no, I no, you're not alone. Yeah, like I didn't know that people really played. No, it. I've heard the title, the name, but I've never right. And I know it's like thing. in TV shows, like a joke, like oh, like they're dun, 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 whatever. Right. This family, it was like a hardcore. They're gonna listen. Hey, you guys. Um, you're the best host family. They were like hardcore Dungeons and Dragons players, and then they pulled out their like notebooks but they would try to tell me about like x games they had played but they would end up just like laughing so hard that they couldn't get through telling me about it like you'd be like and then she made up the story of because it's like based in fa- it's based in reality so did you get any sense of how it works like how the they game well, is we don't know no i mean they all have notebooks <laughs> and they would, they would do all... an episode where you try to play it with people who know i think you yeah I yeah we like... need to invite an expert if yeah. you're an expert you have to who play is listening and live in the tri-state <laughs> area we will Give pay for your travel here to new york city only if it's on the amtrak though <laughs> only if it's a train ride yeah it's train ride we'll pay for it we'll yeah, buy we, you dinner <laughs> yeah we can't do a plane <laughs> no plane no, no just plane, a train no plane. ride um, yeah, I can't believe that you met people who like playing it, like, and but they were very yeah. serious, about it, right? Like, no, super were, serious, and that was the other thing is they were very like they were like this is this is how you do it, and they like would try to explain it to me, but then I've always seen it like with di- like you wrote you roll dice, you create characters, and they'd be like, oh, isn't this funny? I wrote this, and I'm like, I don't understand what that means. So is it a board game or was it? No, like- I don't think it is. I think I've like, always thought of it as a board like, game. Yeah, you roll you role play, but then I'm like, I've told people before. I literally was talking about this the other day. I'm like, I think it's so funny because. 
this sounds like my hell. Like, that's what I do for a living. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to pretend to be someone else. But you guys be good at it then. Well, but that's what people say, but I don't think that's true. I think I'd be extra bad at it. Because no one's feeding me lines. We need someone who plays this. Please tweet us. Please email us. We want... We would like to play attention. Yeah, all this has told me is that we have no idea what this is. Yeah, I wish I had more info. And what's embarrassing is I went to a dinner where I where I should I I sat and listened for like a good two hours. I was the captive audience about it, and I I still can't tell anything about it. That's fascinating, and it's interesting to me that the show it's a culture. It's a culture, and I wonder. I mean, we're I'm always like I can't believe they chose this game, but like. Again, like like the election, no, like, I can't believe Trump thing. won. Like, I guess like outside of New York, there are things that are bigger than us. That's here. the thing. That's why I was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this. Of course, this family in Kansas. Right. Loves. Right. Of course. They watch the Weather Channel during the day and they play Dungeons and Dragons at night. Right. Yeah. It's nutty. It's, it's so crazy. interesting. But what I loved actually about this episode, tell me, is <laughs> so this game is going to be the central mystery. It's going to be the central conflict. But we know for a fact. We know this. 90s flashback episode as with the main cast as their parents is coming. So we get a scene with Hermione hosting a meeting with all the parents. That was and great. I was obsessed with it because she's like reiterating what happened with Dilton. Dilton's dead. It's confirmed. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah, that's something we haven't mentioned yet. Yeah. Dilton is dead. Yeah. Ben is oh, at the oh. time still alive. He's on life support. Let's He's also mention that his name is. Ben Button, which means that his full name is Benjamin Button. Which is important. Which is very important. <laughs> which means that Geraldine Grundy was fucking Benjamin Button. Right. <laughs> who was which, underage at the which, time. That tracks. I didn't think about that. Yeah. That tracks. That tracks. Can we talk about the musical moment in this episode? Oh, I, I love nothing more than a Riverdale musical moment. Mm-hmm. And this one really got me. <laughs> really? Maybe one of the most iconic in Riverdale history. We had <laughs> Veronica show up with the River Vixens for Jailhouse Rock. It was really... Prison. I watched it four times this morning from the hour of 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. It made me so happy and put me in such a positive mood for my yeah. day mm-hmm. that I just really watch it again before the podcast tonight and I was like this is iconic it's iconic I mean I love like just, what I love so, this so, like, so I'm like how in a, exactly it's so how inappropriate it's would it be you know I mean? to show up to a prison in like a cheerleading <laughs> uniform to jailhouse rock for, I don't think that would be inappropriate I think but make it sexy this mic is bouncing on the wine <laughs> <laughs> but make it sexy so it's it's like really hot the boys are literally shaking the fence going like, give me, give me, give me, give me. Like, it's really a lot. Well, their boners must be out of control. <laughs> <laughs> like, what are the lead guys? We don't know his name, right? I hope I know. Like the hot mean He guy. stops him and goes like, who's this? <laughs> like, what's <laughs> happening? And she goes, oh, that's my girl. Who <laughs> shows up. Hiram has barred her from visiting the prison. Mm. So she... Sh- he oh, yeah. shows up. Time out, episode. time out. Yeah. Hiram shows up in his sole appearances episode, pulls up in like this black Escalade, shades on, pulls him down, he goes, what's going on? He's always the dark horse. Oh, I know. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm, I love him. I love him, Mark Consuelo's moment. But he shows up and he's like, don't do this, Veronica. Don't do it. And she's like, daddy. <laughs> daddy, I'll do it. I want what I want. Like, and then she, my, I was like, this is an iconic moment. She's talking to Hiram, and she's like, Dad, you can't stop me. I love him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, all right, so be it. And we see, like, the divide once again through father and daughter. And then she just kind of pivots back to the cheerleaders and just starts singing again. 
like her verse is up and she's like, all right. And I was like, yes, I love this. I love this show. The number was so great. It was great. I mean, great I also, Josie could do no wrong, Veronica, great boys, but I love when Cheryl sings because it's auto-tuned as hell. <laughs> In the best way though. In the best way. She commits, and it really, like, she's so hot that I'm just like, yeah, great. Like, I'm here for it. Like, I have a girl crush on all of you. Mm -hmm. And, of course, because Veronica is banned from the prison, she eventually shows up as Monica Posh, <laughs> who I'm obsessed with. That's your with. alter ego, I feel. Like, oh, blonde handkerchief, handkerchief. She's like, Archie, like, looks around. He's like, where's Veronica? Yeah, Miss Posh would she, go on an ayahuasca retreat upstate. Oh, totally. Yeah. And first, she, she tells Archie that she's going to get him out of prison. Yeah, she goes... Which we know is common. Well, she goes, my name is Monica Posh from the Innocence Project. Yeah. <laughs> the Connor Murphy Project. The Connor Murphy Project. And I'm here to help with your escape. And Archie's just like smiling. He's like, my woman. Like, he's so dumb. But he loves it. But, I, you know, we're here for it. It's great. Yeah. Oh, I think absolutely. Um, so other important things from this episode... Um, so Kevin Keller and mm. Moose are still an item. Sarah just flung her hat across <laughs> the room. <laughs> I loved it. At the mention of Kevin Keller. <laughs> you who brought up the name, I couldn't take it. Uh, Kevin is, God bless him, right? Like, mm -hmm. he's desperate, poor thing. <laughs> Could you imagine, like, I've done a lot of things for different guys. <laughs> Voice crack, but he, <laughs> he quite literally joins the army to get closer to Moose. You know, and I, 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 yeah, I've done like she, Sam's joined things like before. that. Boys. Sarah, what's the worst thing you've done to get a guy? Yeah, what's the worst thing you've done? What is the worst thing I've done? I feel like I would be the person that would have a really solid one. What? Okay, wait, let me think about this. Sam, I can go do you have a good one? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Go Ryan knows this one well. So I, there was a boy that I like had a crush on and like I didn't know like how to get his attention but I knew that he was a fitness instructor at this like gym class so I, um, so he knew me like socially, but he didn't know that I knew what he did because he's an actor, right? So but that was his side gig, aren't they all? Okay. Like a couple years ago. So I made my best friend sign up for the gym class with like three other girls and I made her sign me up under her name No. and I slept at her apartment and I'm like, okay, we're going to go in the morning and like we all woke up. Did she like, know? Did she know? She knew, yeah. Oh, they were all in on the heist. Okay. Right? So we go to the gym class and I'm like, I, I literally bought a new outfit for it. Like put on like eyeliner, but like very like subtly, like I'm not wearing I any makeup and I'm going to totally fit this class in full face. Yes. Yeah. So full really face, wonderful. new outfit, like look, I looked amazing. Right. And like we get there and we get to the gym class, like we're warming up for the bar. I can't even tell you what the class was. It was like one of those like ninja ninja bar essentials, like workout class. Like it was so obscure. And we were, it was like four girls. Such four a niche us. market. It's such a niche market. And we're all there, and I'm like, my leg is like on the bar. Like it's literally a sex <laughs> move. Yeah, like a sex move. And like he doesn't notice me, right? And then he starts the class, and like he's like looking around, and I'm in like the second row. And then he like looks at me, and it was like a great double take. And he goes, Sam, Sam, Sam Gold. And I go, Oh my God, what are you doing here? I have no idea you would be here. He goes, I teach this class as he's teaching the class. And I was like, 
And I'm like, I had no idea. It's so funny. And then, like, he, like, came around and, like, adjusted my body. Keep in mind, like, I'm physically inept. So, like, every time, like, he didn't look at me, like, I just stopped. I wouldn't do the workout. But then every time he came around me, like, he touched my body. I'm like, oh, my God. This amazing. Granted, the next week he was dating a boy. Well, I was gonna say three weeks later I was with him in an apartment, <laughs> like we were sharing a bottle of poppers. <laughs> but you, you know, know what? You win you lose some. You know, it I tried like really won. hard. I really tried hard. No, you did. And yeah. I think that in a sequestered corner, he'd still say yes. <laughs> okay, has one come to you yet? Okay, a good one hasn't come to me, but that's that's shocking because I'm literally the most embarrassing person I know. But I do, I will tell my best friends, my favorite story of all time is my best friend when she was <laughs> too old for this to happen. Like literally senior year of high school, she had a crush on a guy. And I don't remember, I think he was like at their, like he was in her dance class. But she thought like, he'll only like me if I'm a cheerleader. But like, I don't know why, like, that was, that was go-to. Yeah, if I'm a river vixen. And so she literally, like, borrowed a cheerleading costume from, like, one of her <laughs> friends. And, like, was like, I need this. Like, you don't understand. But wouldn't tell the friend why. Like, she was just like, I need this. I need to borrow your cheerleading costume. And, like, made her mom, like, manipulated the situation. Like, made her mom drive her to pick up the cheerleading costume. <laughs> Maybe it wasn't senior year of high school, because I feel like at that point she could have driven herself. You know what? She's 28. It was this year. Um, but yeah, she like had to go get this cheerleading costume. She like wore it to, wore it to dance class and then like acted like she just come from cheerleading practice. Like he was like, where are you coming from? And she was like, oh, practice. But like everyone knew she wasn't a cheerleader. The things we do for men. For love, so, really. Kevin Keller joins the fucking army. Yeah. yeah. And probably wore a I'm cheerleading be, costume on the way. Yeah. yeah I'm going to be interested to see where his RROTC career lands I was reading though today a cute little thing and again how the show <laughs> kind of goes back to like the comics and you know old school Archie mm. Kevin Keller's father in the comics was a general in the army so it's kind of oh, a little homage to that like a little wink a little yeah, wink and a, a little wink a little emoji you know so then we do eventually have Ben who Jughead and Betty visit in the hospital room and all of a sudden He's falling, baby, through the sky, through the sky. <laughs> Broadway, here we come. <laughs> Jeremy, not to, make, not to make light of suicide at all. But gotta say, Ben's acting and his pivotal moment pre-suicide was, I was shook by it. I was like, he goes, well, we learned that, another thing is we learned that um, Ethel is dating Ben, that she's called Princess Evelyn in the game, like all this shit, like whatever. The game, it always comes back to the game. Back to the game. But, but I just Ben don't goes. I about the game. Uh, I, don't, we have to I like that it's gargoyles. I think that's fun. Guys, we have to learn. What was that? Did you ever have in high school the game of like, sometimes there was like, I, I, lost I feel the like game. the thing I know of the game of. <laughs> no, yes. when you Do mention you the game, you lose the game. Yes, yeah, that yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like all over MySpace. Same. Sam's confused. I just had Nash. Mash was fun. Though. That's all did, I had. Ever in high school, did if someone mentioned the game, you lost the game? I have no idea what it meant. I was a theater kid. Someone actually but, said that to me literally like three days ago. And I was like, they were like, like, you, you just lost, lost the, the game. game. And I was like, it's 2018. <laughs> My God. I was like, yeah. okay. I mean, well, Ben lost the game literally. But he was like, I'm going to be with Dilton now. <laughs> it's like, he flipped the coin. I'm going to flip it too. <laughs> and then the, Can so, you guys so, tell me about meeting Nana Rose? 
We can talk about it later. Oh my god. Oh, we have so much to say. Yes. We have so much to say. Can okay. we, let's, let's end this episode and then. Back to Ben Button. So he, it was a very dramatic scene. And like, honestly, like, he should get a daytime Emmy because that was me. <laughs> but like, he was like, I'm going to be with Dilton. Tell Princess Evelyn I love her. Like, it was crazy. Like, it was like a lot. And then he just. Ben Johns were left alone. Yeah. And then, it, well, this was before this. But we have a scene with the parents of Riverdale, which I love. <laughs> the parents are always the peak. Well, I thought it was an iconic scene, and it was reminiscent of, like, they're all stars of, like, you know, these former teen hits. Mm. And it was, like, nice to see them together again, banding together to, like, set up this 90s episode flashback and also be like, what's going on? And, like, <laughs> and Hermione, like, was like, I mean, what struck me about the meeting was, like, Hermione's, like, F is like, why do we care about this? And Hermione goes, they had blue lips. And like, there's dramatic music. They all go, oh, blue lips. Like, it was so, it was so good. So we have the entire group of parents in Riverdale all meeting, discussing blue lips. There's a, definitely a past that has existed in Riverdale before we are seeing it today. Also, Sam, learned, what do you think? Well, yeah, so we learned also the poison they drank to kill Dilton and put Ben on, you know, last licks of life, it's a cyanide in, like, this kind of fruit punch that's blue. Yeah. I immediately picture Gatorade, blue, Glacier Freeze, which is my favorite flavor. Seriously. Well, it's so much, like, drinking the Kool-Aid, yes. right? Literally. Of Jonestown. Yeah, and also the bunker. Like, you, we see um, this, like, there is another... Um, Boy Scout member who's missing, and they find him in the bunker that Dilton and Ben had when they were playing this game, and his face is like kind of like tinted blue, like it's, this is an epidemic. Yeah, it's so hard to... <laughs> this is a crisis, Bethany Pringle. <laughs> it's so hard to put it all into one episode, because there's so, there's so much. much going on right now in Riverdale. Yeah. Do you guys think that you would drink the Kool-Aid? Oh, 100%. 100%. I tweeted. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and I would be in the corner drinking. Yeah. Well, I tweeted today. I tweeted. I was like, I would, I would kill it in a cold. Like mm-hmm. honestly, like <laughs> my therapist even mentioned, like you know, life is a little down right now, and they're like, well, oh, could be worse. At least you're not in a cult. And I was like, yeah, haha. And then I was like, listening to like these podcasts about cults and watching this episode of Riverdale. I'm like, I think that Dilton, Ben, it kind of feels this game, Ethel. It feels very cultish, doesn't it? Totally. Oh, 100%. Cults are, cults yeah. are like casually more, I feel like more often than not, I meet people that are like, yeah, my parents were in a cult. And I'm like, what? Why are you yeah. so casual about this? Yeah. And also cults are the theme of this season because we have yeah. Alice and Polly in the cult. We have, mm-hmm. do you guys think they're related? Do you think the game and their cult is related at all? I, in my head, all cults are related, but I think that's just like a mythical land I live in. I think yeah. it has to be. What do you guys think about Mad Dog, though? Who disappeared? Allegedly, he was killed in the riots that happened <laughs> also, after what a the performance on brutality. of Jailhouse <laughs> Rock. I read it. I'm like never, you know, not <laughs> since Fright Star has <laughs> a musical been met with like such hostility. <laughs> not since Fright Star, a memoir. I uh, was reading some like I think it was Vulture, <laughs> an article about this episode, and it was like. There was like a, a beat down, but when I read it, I read belt down, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yeah. Well, Mad Dog, they say Mad Dog was killed, but we know he was In the wasn't. riots. No, because no. that doesn't make sense. But then I, I was a little bit confused because we have the warden saying to Archie at the end of the episode, like, You're the new Mad Dog. 
Which yeah. was intense. So, yeah. Not only was that intense, like, what does it mean? Yeah. What does that mean to be the new bad dog? Yeah. Like, do you have more privilege than anybody else? Like, are you the little queen bee of the jail? Like, what is it? Hmm. There's a lot to discover. A lot to discover, and I guess we'll see. <laughs> uh, Sarah, where, where can we follow you on Instagram? Oh, on, at, Or anywhere. At, oh, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Inst- let's go Instagram, at Sarah Hin. A lot of people have made fun of me for it. I won't back down. S-A-R-E. <laughs> mm, you know what I mean. It's a good one. I stand by it. And pe- people are like, Sarah, where does that come from? But I feel like people call me Sarah. Right. Thank you. Sarah underscore Hin. Because my last name's hard to pronounce, so I don't want people to get confused. You know what I mean? Party. Yeah, we love it. And then follow the podcast at the British Always Pod. Always the podcast. Twitter, Instagram. It's new. We have a very sad following. So please, <laughs> please help <laughs> us out. I'm going to tell my friends to uh, You can follow me at Ryan Bloomquist. At Sanko with Tooties, because I did not direct Fun Home. Uh, please leave us free. Actually, you can find me on Twitter by just any of Ryan's tweets. I've probably retweeted. <laughs> yes. Here we go. Um, yeah. Also, seriously, Dungeons and Dragons people, if you played it, we need you. Bring it so back. So please let us know because we really want to learn. No, seriously, email us at riverdishpod at gmail.com. If you play Dungeons and Dragons, we want to hear from you. And I we think need there's you. dice involved, so if you have dice, call them. All right. Bye, River Vixens. Peace out, babes. River Tech.